Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Machines podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And today we are descending into the Spark of Darkness. So I, I really want to go back and look at like a list of all the episode titles, at least for this season, and see if they're all like ridiculous, overreaching references to things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did get Prometheus Unbound a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we're trying things. Yeah, yeah. I'm not impressed. <laughs> and so, yeah, this one is... It's a little goofy. Yeah. Kind of. It's like... I don't know. Just, just the, the title made me think... Spark of darkness, spark of light, spark of royal beauty bright. And, and then I forget the rest of the songs. And then I forget the rest well, of the Well, this songs. is our first episode of December. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's that's true. It's, it's the Christmas holiday is season. coming. It is. Before uh, you know it, get, it'll uh, be here. Get some Transformers. Yeah, yeah that's totally going to happen for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, this was written by uh, Nick Dubois. This is his only uh, episode of Transformers. He has uh, previously written for Animaniacs, uh, Men in Black, the series... Mm. And uh, that mummy cartoon that I'm not sure anybody actually saw. Uh, Mummies Alive? Like... No, no, no. It was based on uh, the mummy, like the Brendan Fraser movies. There was... What? What? There was a cartoon of that? Yeah. (sighs) Okay, so I guess the answer as to whether anybody saw that, the answer is no. Nobody did. No, I did No, no. There was... There was Mummies Alive. There was, uh, like a King Tut kid cartoon, I remember. I don't remember no movie mummy... a couple days ago, I I found out there's an Italian mummy cartoon called Egypt Socks or something that looks uh, like totally spy sort of with mummies, but anyway. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, the Mummy, the animated series, uh, starring uh, uh, Gray Delisle as the Rachel Vice part, oh. um, Chris Marquette uh, and John Schneider and Tom Kenny as. Uh, uh, Rachel Weiss's goofy British uh, brother, who's always drunk and stuff. Wow, was that like one of his earlier jobs then? Uh, Tom Kenny? I mean, I guess yeah. that's around, what, 2001, so he would have still been on Mr. Show at that point, I think. Huh. When did SpongeBob start? SpongeBob. Oh, actually, it says here SpongeBob started in 99, so he was already doing SpongeBob at oh. that point. Oh, SpongeBob ah, has okay. been going for... Yeah, it's, it's easy to forget that SpongeBob is an ungodly old show like The Simpsons. Oh. Yeah, no, apparently this... Uh, the IMDb says this ran two seasons. What? I... Jesus. I'm looking at pictures. Really? I don't yeah, 26 remember this episodes. existing. Like, I don't remember even a commercial for this. What the hell? I'm pretty sure you're just trolling us, Rob. <laughs> there are pictures of it online. It, it, it kind of looks like it's a French animated style, though. It's a very it, elaborate troll. It was apparently on two... Or, uh... It was on Kids WB. Really? Huh. What the hell? Yeah. Must have been in the nosebleed time in the morning, like 4 o'clock or something. 
I mean, I don't know. It's it's a weird kind of combination of regular voice actors and then a couple of Canadians in here. <laughs> Who did but the it, voice of the Rock? Uh, I don't think the Scorpion King is in this. Aww. <laughs> I mean, they might as well because he was basically a cartoon in that movie. <laughs> no, that's too kind. He was a PlayStation <laughs> Two level boss. Oh, so bad. And yet, uh, he's now, uh, now people's sexiest man alive. But it looks like the mummy was, or the, the titular mummy from the first one was the villain, and that was, uh, Jim Cummings. <gasps> Yay! I'll keep coming back to Jim Cummings for some reason. That's because he's the best. And he is in literally everything. Yeah, it's... Although it's surprisingly true. not on Transformers for like a tw- for like a 30 year span. Yeah, a couple what the season heck? three episodes, and then he came back to do uh, robots in disguise and rescue bots. Yeah. Well, there was the Canadian period. But anyway, yes, we. Yeah, that's a good point. All the voice acting was Canadian until like animated. This is true. So anyway, Beast Machines. Yay! Yeah, We're let's back. stop talking about Jim Cummings before I start talking about Skyrim. <laughs> Jim Cummings and mummies, apparently. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, I think yeah, you'll find we, that uh, they're Draugr in Skyrim, because that's, that's Nordic. Okay. <laughs> I did do a Beast Machines podcast, but then I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. let's have a party inside Megatron's head. It's the world's lamest dance party. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Except Night Scream cold... is, is moping. Yeah. Yes. I love how the cold open is basically just... All right, here's all the reasons there's still a plot after last episode. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like that... I think it's Silverbolt basically lampshades the whole thing about, like, can we really be certain that Megatron's gone? <laughs> because we thought he was gone so many times before. Yeah, that, that's kind of nice. And yeah, there's there's one teenager at this dance party, and he is too busy being emo about his dead dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor guy. That's sad. He lost his dog. Yeah, he's just looking at a picture of it. Yeah. Well, a hollow picture. Alright, so yeah, Silverbolt is pretty sure that, you know, Megatron is maybe still around. Because, I mean, we don't have a body because he was just a big glowing uh, ball at the end. That, yeah. uh, But Optimus Primal felt it dissipate. Yeah, that... Sure, Optimus, a- after everything that the Oracle had been lying to you about through Megatron the last few episodes, you're going to believe that you can sense a spark still. Listen, yeah. the Oracle's primary function is jerking you around at this point, Optimus Primal. <laughs> yeah, Optimus is really super unreliable as of this episode. <laughs> is it this one or the next one where Optimus is kind of... Oh, the Oracle wanted him to get a copy of the Oracle for some reason, maybe? Uh, I think it's the next one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Optimus, you gullible fool. But in fact, uh, Botanica feels, you know, she still senses another evil on Cybertron. How does she of... sense this evil? Well, she has vaguely mystical plant powers. Yeah, the Oracle talked to her, what was it, like two or three episodes ago? And gave her a recap. Here's yeah, a what's been happening just... on Cybertron while you were away. Previously on Beast Machines. And indeed, there is something evil on Cybertron, and it is uh, apparently the Lochnar from Heavy Metal. What? <laughs> oh, well, that, wait, wasn't that green? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to reference the Lochnar. Okay. 
I, I approve. I approve of that kind of reference. That movie is terrible, but because it's Canadian, it's kind of still on TV all yeah, the time I, up here. Yeah, I kind of hate that movie. <laughs> I... Oh, it's I not mean, good. I never saw it originally when everybody was like hyping it in the 80s or 90s. I saw it like maybe 20 years ago, and I was like, oh, why do people like this? I mean, okay, there's John Candy's voice, sure, but it's <laughs> bad dumb. Yeah. Anyway, so even with Megatron gone, everybody's got stuff to do. Yep. So Cheetor Night Scream, they have to go out and make nice with uh, with the Viacons. <laughs> yes. Silverbone they... Black Rackney have to go get some bodies and see if they can actually put sparks in them. <laughs> yeah. And Rat Trap and Botanica, because Optimus Primal ships it, uh, gotta go uh, do some gardening. Yeah. Yes. Well, Botanica says she has to go gardening, and then Optimus is like, Rattrap, go with her. It's like, why? Why me? <laughs> because. Reasons. And then she he just keeps complaining program. about it. Yeah. Yes. Also wonders what his children will... Think about, yes. Think about him having done this during the war, which raises you're, further you're questions. You're a few <laughs> steps ahead of yourself here, Rattrap. Like... You're missing some steps there. Well, he's not missing as many steps as he might think. (laughs) He's also possibly missing some sort of anatomy or biological abilities, or, I mean, I don't know, they're all transorganic now. I'm sure there's something on Rule 34. And always talk of great ants in the past, it's like, who, who, who can tell them? So yeah, they're just yelling at each other about plant things, and then, as... As they're yelling, they get closer and closer, and then they just kiss. Oh, oh, this... At the exact moment where you would say, and now they kiss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have to say, though, as as someone who, you know, works in the romance publishing industry, I have to say that this is one of the least convincing romantic arcs that I, I have seen in quite some time. Yeah, it, it moves way too fast, it, although they... Go through sex, euf- sex plant euphemisms really fast. Like, Botanica accuses him of plugging his tail into any port he can find, and she- <laughs> he talks about plowing her fields. It's not being subtle, yeah, it's, but it's true. The the how quickly their hate fucking has progressed is kind of amazing from like nowhere. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I just, we're just overlooking their raw physical attraction to each other. Yeah. Sure? Yeah. That's totally a thing. I mean, it's possible that Primal just wants these two to hook up just by, just, he's curious about what kind of weird, horrible plant rodent kids they'll have. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I guess in a way, I mean, maybe he's being... He knows that... I was going to say, I think he got a copy of the script and was kind of like, well, shoot, they're supposed to end up together by the end of the series, but we're not getting picked up for a third season because car robots is a thing, so shoot. <laughs> got to just rush it. Wait, so Let's Primal, wrap it up. So he's being oddly genre-savvy about a romance and, and not about him failing a sensing thing. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. But I, I guess him hooking him up with... Rat Trap is better, or hooking her up with Rat Trap is better than the alternatives. I mean, okay, Cheetor is responsible, and I don't think Cheetor cares. And you gotta keep her away from the teenager. Oh. 
Yeah, they'd kill each other. <laughs> well, that and she's she's like a captain. She's got to be older. Yeah. She's going to get a visit from robot Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please put those... Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I just came here with some, some Energon coolers. And no, no, please, Botanica, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate when online romance goes in that direction. <laughs> so, and but they they decide that this this is a horrible mistake and we must forget it. Yes, delete it from our memories. Sure. Yes, that's that's exactly what Botanica says. We must delete it from memory. <laughs> oh, it's too bad. Hey, they got a little Chrome Dome, I guess. Yeah. He's got uh... a. Uh, He's got an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind them. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's why I love Chrome Dome so much. Uh, anyway, uh, back up on the surface in the giant pile of corpses, Black Ragnar decides, hey, this is a pretty good romantic backdrop. <laughs> corpses. <laughs> well, I mean, she's supposed to be kind of creepy. I guess. Uh, not creepy enough. But, Needs uh, more yeah, goth. Yeah, well, Silverbolt is just not having it. I, I'm kind of annoyed at Black Ragnar here for just kind of assuming that now that the excuses are out of the way, their relationship can just pick up back where it left off. Yeah, I mean, like, I could see why you would hope that, I, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Or at least do something, because... She's acting... Yeah. Silverbolt's still in the I don't want to do she's anything She's acting practically things. entitled to him. Yeah. Uh. And it, it's kind of amazing how fast... She kind of whiplashes in tone back and forth between, you're supposed to be mine now, and then emergency shit's happening. Just stab it. Yes. <laughs> and in fact, the emergency shit that is happening is zombies. Yes. Maybe it's this thing is the, the Lochnar. <laughs> it's, it's Night of the Living reused models here. Yes, it is Dino Rantulus. Yeah. It's, like, the, the legs are all Tarantulus, but some of the top is Dinobot, but not all of it. The head's Dinobot. The torso is definitely tarantulas. I'm not sure what that gun arm is from. There is a point with the feet where the 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 le- uh, the feet and the lower legs, at least, are definitely transmetal tarantulas. Oh yes, it, it's kind of horrifying, especially after its arm gets blown off and it's still coming, and then it gets exploded, and then it's still coming through the fire like it's a Terminator. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's the shot is almost exactly. The Terminator coming out of the fire in the first Terminator. Thankfully, due to Silverbolt's uh, recalcitrance, we were spared the overlong uh, sex scene in the middle, set to the sex jam version of the Beast Machines theme. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, it'd be like slow piano. Da, 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 da. Wait, Harry Potter? Oh, man, that does kind of sound like that. Man, is is the Harry Potter theme the sex jam version of uh, the Beast Machines theme? I'll have to find out. Some of our more artistically inclined listeners, please tell us. Or do I, am I just completely tone deaf? I'm not ruling that one out either. I, I'm definitely tone deaf, so. So, and, so they finally knock this thing out, and the, the weird uh, red energy ball comes out of it. So back uh, back underground, Botanica and Rattrap are still maintaining that nothing happened, despite their you know totally Sam and Dianing it like a scene earlier. Well, that wasn't quite the. But then look out! It's a zombie cycle drone. 
Yeah, but <gasps> no. Do, do, do. There, there's a spot where where Rat Trap is hemming and hawing about what just happened, just going on about we got a lot of work to do, plowing and planting and picking and and and, and, and buttons and bows. It's he just wanders off topic, and I wandered into a Fraser quote. And also, she calls <laughs> or he calls her a tree hugger when really that should apply to himself. Yeah. 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 That, I I started ignoring a lot of the plant puns because there's just too many of them to write down all of them. Oh, so many plant puns. <laughs> it, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, and, I mean, listen, Rat Trap, this is, you know, you two have nothing in common and you're surely doomed, but, <laughs> listen, there's oh, she's the only non-taken living woman on the planet. You could do worse. Yeah. Yes. Especially the way... And she's got she's, those tentacles. She's rather talented in that, well, the, the cyclodrone's attacking them, so she pelvic thrust shoots death at it. Yes. And also, this is a zombie that has telekinetic control over uh, limbs. Yeah, it, it levitates its dismembered arm in the air. It's kind of interesting. That's uh, that's a new one by me, by, by zombie rules. Yeah. yeah. I will it's... say, The Walking Dead, a lot better if it had, like, flying limbs. <laughs> Just smacking people. I strongly agree Ooh, with wait, that. Wait, wait. Actually, yeah. isn't that reanimator rules? I, yeah, I guess that... Although, that couldn't, like, make stuff fly, could it? In have you seen Bride of Reanimator? Admittedly... I guess I haven't seen Bride of Reanimator. It was flying under the power of bat wings attached I've, to a head, but... It was flying. Oh, well, I mean, bat wings, that doesn't count. <laughs> yes, it was not levitating on its own. It was... It was and besides, Jeffrey Combs won't be involved with the franchise for decades at this point. Yeah, I haven't seen Bright Arena Mayor in a while. He probably gets killed at the end of that one, too. <laughs> you know, as you do. Anyway, so this thing finally dies, and once more, the Loch Nahr flies away from it. <laughs> and then suddenly, it's, uh... Cheetor and Nightscream are, uh, doing the big meet with Strike and Obsidian, and they kinda convince them to, uh, to join them. Since, after all, their mission is to defend Cybertron, and now the Maximals are Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who else are they going to be defending it with? Yeah. Well, not everybody agrees with that, because I mean, uh, Thrust the... rolls in his crane. No, Thrust is definitely yeah. against this. And and he's he's sort of gone back to being cool Thrust again. He's definitely James Dean right now. Yes. Like, isn't, doesn't he say an actual James Dean quote? Oh, well, in fact, he makes... Oh, that's a, that's a Marlon Brando oh, quote. Damn it! Yes, from uh, the Wild One. Son, what are you rebelling against? I don't know. What do you got? <laughs> uh, it's a good I reference, guess. and it, it is. Good and reference. Jim Burns pulls it off. Yes, very well. So yeah, he is under the impression that you know, if you're loyal to everybody, you can't be loyal to anybody. But then that does raise the question of just what you're going to do. Just fight the Maximals until either they're destroyed or you're destroyed, and then there's just nobody left on the planet. Yeah. Also, Thrust, I mean, I realize he's got, like, his his drones and all, but he's still, like, a dude. It's just... Is it just going to be him against everyone else? (laughs) I mean, it was that way for a couple episodes. Yeah, but at least he had Megatron backing him up. This is true. This is true. Plus, I mean, he probably can't fix those drones once they break. Yeah, I mean, Rat Trap's got all his spare parts. Because <laughs> yeah. the stuff he was building earlier was using cycle drone parts. So once again here, it's time for a zombie attack. 
Yes. And this time it's an aerodrone. It, it was pretty, pretty good. It was pretty creepy. I liked and it. And this thing takes, this thing takes a beating, which raises the question: Is a transformer more durable when it has a spark? Yes, I guess. Because usually those those drones, you hit them once and they pop like an air balloon, like a uh, like a water <laughs> balloon filled with fire. I mean, I don't hmm. know. Well, I this guess is a good question. If you break their drone programming, their computer brain, they'll stop, but a spark will at least keep maybe the body moving. So it might be slightly more durable. I mean, since the spark is made of energy, maybe it suffuses the rest of the body with uh, with energy. Especially since this is uh, almost immortal spark at this point. It's a really stubborn Yeah, I mean, support. at this point, I think we can say that it is a spark. And should we just say who this is? Well, yeah, because it's pretty obvious. Who's it's spark Starscream. wondering? <laughs> Man, I wish. That would have been a nice face. No, there it is literally... Be. Yes, that would have been brilliant. Yeah. I mean, there is one, only one character this could conceivably be, and surprise, it's that character. It's Megatron. Yes. I actually put I in mean, my I notes, I wonder whose spark it is, period. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why they're trying to dry the, draw this out, because who could it possibly be? Yeah, who else yeah. even is there? Yes, who in the last episode had an orange spark? Yeah. So you might as well just make this uh, this thing just like you know do the give a bunch of David K laughs as it's zombieing around. That would have improved things, yeah. Yes. So yeah, they 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 finally uh, smack this thing around, and Night Scream tries to drain its energy, which I guess you'd worry if he'd get like zombie infected with that, but apparently not. Something. It should of course, have not as we later angry. find out, he infected. Megatron with Night Scream. <laughs> oh man, Megatron's yeah. gonna be super angsty. He's getting a new haircut. Uh, well, first he'd have to just not get a haircut for too long. That's that's a problem. I'm absorbing these sparks because they don't understand me. <laughs> oh, now I'm just imagining a spark with with Night Scream's little cowlick hair. Looks so dumb. Uh, just just a little sort of energy tendril. Coming out of there. So yeah, once again they beat the drone. The uh, the spark flies off. Rinse, repeat. Everybody regroups inside the big floating head, including Strike and Obsidian. Yeah. And unfortunately, they don't get a whole lot to do. No. Well, th- there is an interesting spot where I didn't notice it before, but Stricka moves around by sort of hover skating around, and it's kind of adorable. Oh, it's, it's definitely skating. Like, I would say her movements are probably patterned on speed skating. Yeah, I can see that. Which is kind of a... It's kind of a big-ish deal in Canada. Okay. I, my, my brain went like, to Like, I can spot. name Canadian speed skaters. What? That is weird. It, oh, I guess the Olympics were not that long ago, but still. Is it, no, no. Well, I mean, we, we really like our winter sports up here. Yes, you do. It... It made me think she'd be a great roller derby gal. I was just going to go in that direction. It seems more likely roller derby was the inspiration than speed skating. She needs like a you know a punny name though. Uh, somebody She's once named asked Stryka. me for she hits things. She strikes. Somebody things. once asked me for one, and I came up with uh, uh, Emily Blunt Force Trauma. <laughs> oh yeah, it should be more of a pun. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like Stryka is already a, a pretty good one. This is true. This is true. And maybe that is her derby name. Yeah. Her real name is actually Joan. 
So yeah, this uh, this this spark is heading towards the base, and so everybody's got to uh, got to hunt it down. Uh, Cheetor and Blackrack can briefly fight it in the form of one of those uh, phantasm drones. <laughs> yeah. We saw those a couple episodes ago. I uh, I did a bunch of bun- bad Angus scrim impressions. <laughs> and they fight it. Then it uh, it possesses a tank drone. Yay! Never seen tank drone in a while. We haven't seen a yeah. tank drone in a while. And this one is mostly intact, although the one side of its face is all messed up, and it looks really cool. It's more reused models. Yes, but in, in a way that makes sense, as opposed to why are tarantulas' body parts on Cybertron? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And th- this scene is really cool, where it's it's fighting, it fights uh, Primal, and you can only see it in shadow, with a sort of flickering light. Yeah. And it gives the impression that it's much more violent than it probably actually is. Yeah, it's just sort of shaking the monkey around, which it's, looks like domestic violence when we remember back to Tankor. Ah, oh. jeez. Oh, it did make, I mean, back when I originally saw this, it made me wonder for a sec if this was Tankor. Yeah. Which would be a uh, cool yeah, reversal, it's, but it it's just been Yeah. It, it's clearly not Tankor. Yeah, well the fact that the fact <laughs> that it's it's the same color as Megatron was last episode and doesn't talk, it's like there's there's no play that it could be Tankor. Like if if it talked in a Tankor voice or if it talked in different bodies in weird ways. It'd be keeping yeah. us guessing, maybe? Yeah. Especially if they'd gotten Brian Drummond back for when it was the aerodrome. Yes. Yeah, and I guess he sees that uh, there are... Uh, Rattrap is detecting positrons, which, I guess, is that what sparks are made of? Apparently it is now. This is the first time we've heard about it. I... It yeah. is, I guess. <laughs> which makes it uh, polar... But they said it's polarized, which I think means that... Oh, uh, what is the... Does that mean... I think the opposite of a positron is an electron. Uh, yeah, I get. Oh shit, my chemistry is all gone. Uh, in physics. Really, they they rolled a one on their techno babble when they were writing the script. And, uh, yeah, it's it's not great. It's yeah, not actually, great no, techno babble. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, he says that uh, the disembodied spark is a ball of electrons, and we know it's been, op- you know, polarized. So it's now its polarity has been reversed, which would make it positrons, which is actually accurate. Oh, okay. Which means that positrons are antimatter. No, 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 no. Wait, what? <laughs> they, they could have just said reverse the uh, polarity of the neutron flow and gotten away with it. No, yeah. antimatter means the opposite. It means electrons are wait, they're regularly negative, so they'd be positive. Positrons are positive because they're positive. Antimatter is different and confusing. Yeah, pos- the positron or anti-electron is the antiparticle or antimatter counterpart of the oh, electron. Okay. Wait, what the hell is? It? Oh, I was thinking of nuclear. Maybe you're thinking of protons. Protons, right? I was thinking of protons. Shit, it's too damn close. Oh, I've forgotten so much science. Oh, I'm disappointed in myself. You still love science. Well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. What's the other half? Um, I, apparently from this, it's, uh, violence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's, the rest of it is violence. Oh. So, Rattrap, uh, you know, he, he grabs a spark extractor, and he goes, uh, all, he goes full on, uh, Egon Spengler on this <laughs> tank drone. 
so good. Ghostbusters-y. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he even traps it in a thing. He came, he saw, and he kicked its ass. <laughs> yes. But it's not happy to be in there. No, it's uh, it's fighting like a bucking bronco. <laughs> and it does escape the spark extractor and flies into a diagnostic drone. And yeah, it just talks with the voice of David Kay because, surprise, it's obviously Megatron. <laughs> However, because uh, Rat Trap has repolarized it, it's now stuck inside that diagnostic <laughs> drone. Yeah, sure. That's that's some techno babble. It's kind of hilarious, though, hearing David Kay's voice coming out of this adorable yeah. diagnostic drone. I think one of one of the you know this this is a pretty uh, mediocre episode, but the one really amazing thing is the diagnostic drones emoting. Oh, yes. Like, the body language on this thing is great. <laughs> it's perfect. Very Napoleon syndrome Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's just so nice. It's like demeaning Megatron while giving us back the diagnostic drone we've missed. In a weird way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he still has hands, and he knows how to work the uh, the big floating head. So he just presses a bunch of buttons and then tentacles ensnare everybody. And we get a neat little bit of uh, sort of echoey, slow-mo whatever here. Yeah, why? Why does Primal have, like... It it was like he was getting premonitions, but he wasn't, because it's what was just happening in slow motion. He's kind of like in a fugue state. Anyway, and yeah, Megatron starts to yank uh, Primal Spark out, but... uh, then Rattrap tells Botanica to hip thrust blast the <laughs> control panel. And everybody's okay. Yeah. And so, and Primal has a moment where he's obviously the brownies that he ate earlier start to kick in. Oh, this was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Obsidian and Striker get there a little late, and uh they've gotta choose. Megatron or Optimus Primal. And so Obsidian grabs Megatron like a football (laughs) and takes off. Yes. Grabs him and runs. It looks like the Heisman Trophy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty great. All right. So so they get away. They explain that, you know, Night Scream, you didn't kill Megatron, but somehow your sonic blasts... Uh, turned him from pro from positrons into electrons because science. Yeah, you know science. Yeah, the the techno babble not not good, not good at all. So away from the big head, Obsidian Megatron obs- strike Obsidian Megatron, find thrust. Uh, Megatron's rather angry, but you know he says that you know at least Obsidian Strike, you weren't totally useless. Like like Thrust was, because he wouldn't be Megatron unless he was abusing uh, Thrust slash Wasp. Oh, yeah, but, and, and when, when Thrust shows up, he immediately just smacks the diagnostic drone out of the way and starts yelling at the other two. And then he realizes, oh, that's Megatron. Oh, shit. And you'll note, he, he knows that's Megatron even before he says yes. anything. <laughs> it's just his floating posture. Yes, oh, no. that's, I, I, that's a nice little touch. I, it might be an, a writing mistake, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, it works. Oh no, Waspinator <laughs> hit boss. This is going to work out badly for me again. Oh, no. <laughs> but hey, uh, Obsidian <laughs> proves that he's kind of an, an okay guy, because he says, you know, it was Thrust who reminded us that uh, where our true loyalties lay. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure if it's true loyalties or Obsidian like just did the math. It's like, yeah, things might work out better with Megatron. I mean, also, now that you Megatron's know, if, back, we might as it, well. Even if I side with uh, Megatron and he loses, Maximals probably won't kill me afterwards. Yeah. Whereas if things go the other way, eh. <laughs> he likes ripping out sparks. The Autobots don't like ripping out sparks. I kind of like having a body. Yeah. yeah. And so then Megatron declares that the time for action is now. And that's the episode. It kind of puts us in an interesting position for the final three-parter. Yeah. and the, Well, it sort of flipped the tables and in that now the Maximals have the big head and the Viacons are trying to attack it. That's nice. Yes. And, uh, you know, I mean, it it is mostly an okay episode, but I really like the zombie stuff. I, uh, I kind of like the Ratra Botanica thing, even though it's stupid and makes no sense. Yeah, it's... I kind of like it. It's forced, but it works. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, I mean, I like, I like the, the ship itself, but the way they arrive at the ship is definitely very, it, it feels, yeah, it feels yeah. very yeah. flimsy. Like, like there's a missing episode somewhere where like, they have been getting along and then they weren't at the end of the last episode. So they're angry at each other, but then they're romantic. It's a little too fast. Like I would have to put a, I'd have to put a note in in the the uh, the global comments about how uh, the uh, the actual relationship felt rushed and like there wasn't a solid basis for it. Were I were I editing this? Yeah. All right, and so yeah, that uh, that about does it for Spark of Darkness. But until next time, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Tumblr, we're on Facebook, and uh, we are on Twitter. And we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help us with hosting fees and other related expenses. Uh, you can find us at Patreon.com/IaconUnderground. And of course, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to write in and let us know about. Uh, how you feel about uh, really the series as a whole, because we are getting real close to the end here, then you can write into the Max Mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. But please, join us next time, because, well, listen, you were talking uh, pretentious episode titles. This one's so pretentious, yep. it was named after a Nine Inch Nails album. I, I made it, I wrote that in my notes. It is Endgame Part 1, The Downward Spiral. I, oh, right, Downward Spiral. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I had that one. I think that's uh, one with my, Hurt on it. Yeah, that's, that's like the big one that everyone knows about and cares about. Yeah. So until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. One nine inch nine nails album did I? I think I had one.
are, are all of their... Oh! I mean, that's their second album. Looks like their first right. one. I had Pretty Hate Machine. That... Pretty Hate Machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. The first one... Well, I got it late, but... Wait, it's... Per- it's the, uh, the uh, summarized uh, RP description for my, my current WoW character is, is Pretty Salt Machine. <laughs> because <laughs> he is both pretty and very salty. Had a song called Piggy? Uh. Miss Piggy? March of the Pigs? Huh? No. But doesn't salt make icy stuff melt? I, 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 I do enjoy point. salted pork, I suppose. 